This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Looking for trusted financial advice to help you weather the rough markets? Find your true north. On the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, you'll find financial tips, insights, and information to help you plan for your future. True North Wealth Partners has locations in Dublin and Wooster, Ohio, while serving clients nationwide. Dedicated to God, country, clients, and family. To learn more about the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, visit MyTrueNorthWP.com. That's MyTrueNorthWP.com. True North Wealth Partners. Welcome home. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Tatum Tamia. I'm the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast and the CEO of Anchor Media. In this video, we're going to be talking about when is the right time to hire a team. Now, here's what I want you to consider first when you're thinking about hiring for your company, whether it's interns, contractors, employees, whatever format. Here's what I want you to think about first. Is your house in order for you to have company? <laughs> okay. Before you have a family or a friend come and stay with you, you get things clean, you get it organized. You want it to be easy for them to find stuff. You want to make sure they have everything that they need. You want them to be comfortable and peaceful. You want your home to be peaceful and not chaotic. Same thing for your business. Is your business in a place where you can bring someone in and it's not chaotic, right? It's your job as the executive of your company to build a business that it, when you're bringing people into it, you guys are clear on what role they're going to play and how that role is going to contribute to the bottom line. I always give the example of when I first started hiring for my business, I was trying to decide, do I want to do the assistant route as like my first big hire because at first I did go the assistant route on like a part-time contractor type of basis and that was cool I was able to get more done but it was it was contributing to the bottom line but it was taking way too much time for the money to be made back based off of what I was spending for that hire you know and then especially when it comes to people in like assistant positions it's very hard to get people who are who want to serve and who serve your vision and whatever it is that you have going on well it's difficult because a lot of times especially now everybody wants to be an entrepreneur some people just are not good employees um, or they are excited about the opportunity then when that excitement wears off 
they're not excited anymore or they're not detail oriented enough to do something as specific as an assistant because an assistant role is you know you're doing busy work essentially to take things off of the boss's plate and a lot of people don't handle that role with care and so when um, I had hired a few assistants and I've gone through a few over the years. And so in addition to having uh, issues with details, I also was like, this is taking way too much time to make my money back. So yeah, I am able to do other things, but I don't know, like they're freeing up time, but also how is this contributing to the bottom line as quickly as I'm spending this money out every two weeks or every month? And so as I was thinking about that more, I had decided, well, when I make my first full-time hire, I want to build, or I'm looking at where I want to build out my business first. I think I'm, I always said to myself, I'm going to do it in marketing first. Reason why is because marketing is the vehicle that drives sales, right? And if I put money out into the marketing department because of what function that has in the business, that's going to bring me my money back and multiply on its own simply because of what role marketing plays in the organization. As opposed to in the assistant role, it'll just be more so me eliminating busy work and then me still having to work hard on revenue generating activities. So now with me hiring and outsourcing that revenue generating section of the business. Now I'm also making sure I'm focusing my time on revenue generating activities. So now things are multiplying quicker than just eliminating busy work. And for you as the leader of your company, you have to take a step back to say, what hiring where is going to be the most beneficial for my company and the bottom line? So you as a leader, I want you to do the same thing. Take a step back and say, what is going to be the most beneficial hire for the bottom line of my company? Because by me outsourcing in marketing, that's making me more money, increasing my cash flow that I can then spend to make other hires or reinvest into the business. And most of the time I find with people that I've worked with, they don't really need an assistant. They need to better manage their time and trim the fat on the things that they're doing that's not actually producing money or growing their business in any type of way. So for you, when I talk about getting your house in order, take a step back after you think about who you need to hire and why. Take a step back and look at what it is that you're doing and how can you trim the fat so that you're being more lean with your time so you can make sure that the things that you're doing are revenue generating activities. Now, after that, if you still just have a lot of tasks that are necessary and need to get done, then bring on someone else to delegate that to. So for me, what I realized after hiring out in marketing, I was like, okay, I could handle the organization of my emails and, you know, my calendar and things like that. That stuff I can do. But other things that take up time and that accumulate are like communicating with clients and sending them out things, following up with people, all of these things. So instead of hiring an assistant, I decided now to have an account coordinator who, who is pretty much that relationship builder with our customer. That's better for the business because now it's not just taking things off my plate, but it's having someone who's dedicated to that customer service and building a relationship with clients and potential clients. That's going to benefit us in the long haul. That's going to make people excited about investing in us. That's going to make people excited about coming to our events or participating in whatever it is that we have going on. So that's a much better fit for the business. And it's a contributor to the bottom line because with all of that communication, that's partly a sales role.
right? So now this role, this money that I'm dumping in this area is coming back with friends. <laughs> and then this money I'm dumping in this area when it comes to marketing is coming back with friends. And to me, that was a lot smarter than just outsourcing my busy work to an assistant. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. But that also came with the responsibility of myself to make sure that I'm organized and that I'm not doing things that are time wasters, that I'm precise in where I spend my time and my energy. So again, as the leader of your company, take a step back and think, right? Take a step back and, and disconnect from what everybody says that you should do or how you should build a company where they say, oh, you need to hire an assistant. You need to do that. No, no. 
As the leader of your company, you need to decide what it is that you need to do and what's going to be the most beneficial for your business. And the way that you do that is by thinking what's going to contribute to my bottom line, right? And then also making sure your things are in order. So after you've made that decision, before you bring people on, make sure you have standard operating procedures. With franchises, if you go to a Chick-fil-A in Maryland or in California, it's going to be the same experience because there are standard operating procedures and there are trainings to make sure that the experience is consistent across the board. So if someone is communicating with your assistant, your account coordinator, your marketing manager, whatever roles you have in your business, it should be the same. How they work should be the same. You may be the subject matter expert, but it's your job to, to train them and teach them on your company's way of doing things so that it's consistent across the board. You need to establish what your company culture is so that your team is happy, so that you're happy. Most of the time, my friend Tish talks about this all the time, how Usually when you're a solopreneur, you don't think about the company culture or the type of culture that you're creating because you're the only one working for. But how is your company culture for you? Do you like your job? Do you like showing up to work to whatever it is that you're doing? Is it an environment that's conducive to you or do you have unreasonable expectations of yourself? Or are you putting a million things in your to-do list every single day and then beating yourself up when they're not done? Or are you all over the place with your tasks and the things that you have going on and you're not seeing the business, the income that you want to see, so you're frustrated? If that's the culture that you have for yourself, that's the culture that you're bringing to everybody else into when they start to work with you. So that's what I also want you to do when preparing uh, or deciding if it's time to hire a team. And lastly, you need to know if you're a good boss or not. This could, this is so funny to talk about, but um, I don't think a lot of people realize that they're just not good bosses. They're more leaders, right? So you may be someone who is a leader and you're great at building people up. You're great at cultivating people's gifts and pouring into them and mentoring and making them feel great, but you're not great at holding them accountable. You're not great at uh, getting the results that you need. You're not great at giving them the training that they need and uh, building the business structure that they need that's best for not just them, but for your organization as a whole. If you're not a great boss and you're more of a great leader, then that needs to go into your hiring decisions as well. Maybe you need to bring in a partner who is better at the boss side of things and have them handle that stuff or like equity. Cause if you're not in a position to, you know, hire a CEO and pay them a salary, but you can bring on someone who's in a partner and say, Hey, I'm going to give you equity in the business and then allow them to, to play that role if that's their strength and you play into your leadership strength. Or if you're a boss, and you're just results driven, you're looking at the bottom line, you want things done when they need to get done, you want to see their growth that you want to see in your business, and you're not really good at taking the time to pour into people or mentoring them and developing them and all of that, then you need to have someone on board and you can also bring in a partner to say, hey, I want you to be the one who's in charge of like leading the team or operations and allow that to decide who you need to hire and what role as well. So for me, I'm a better leader when I'm in positions where I'm not the boss. I believe that for me as a boss, I need leaders on my team. I like to hire people in my business who don't need their ego stroked, where, you know, they're 
self-starters they can get things done they find joy in what they do they don't need too much from me other than you know things to be clear and effective and for me to communicate effectively but they don't need like that mentorship or that hand holding or anything like that that works well for me because again when i'm the boss i'm very much looking at the bottom line that's my goal we need to increase this money we need to reach more people we need to do this we need to do that i'm not i don't have the patience for a lot of the different leadership things. And so when I'm hiring, I can't hire people who are easily offended or who uh, require a lot of my time and handholding and coddling. That just doesn't work. But I also then need people in place where they can have that leadership role. So one of the reasons why um, my husband works with us, so of course he's amazing with finances, but he's also really great at leadership. You know, he encourages people, he's super nice, he's patient and all of these different things. So when it comes to, you know, exit interviews or um, having different conversations with the team and stuff like that, he does that. <laughs> I don't I don't do that because that's not my strength. My strength is making sure that these bills get paid, these revenue goals get hit, um, and our audience and everybody is happy and that what the Lord showed me is was actually getting done. So knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and what type of team you need to build for your organization to move the most effectively is a big part of that preliminary work before you hire. I know I said a lot. It's okay. <laughs> That's why we're doing our executive leadership training. It's called From Entrepreneur to Executive. It's happening on August 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I'm going to be talking about this and so much more to help you transition from entrepreneur to executive. The link is in the description for you to sign up. Once you sign up, you get a free business budget uh, download and template that you could use to start financially planning for your business and your goals. And I can't wait to see you there. So don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you don't miss when I post another video and I'll see you in the next one. Looking for trusted financial advice to help you weather the rough markets? Find your True North. On the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, you'll find financial tips, insights, and information to help you plan for your future. True North Wealth Partners has locations in Dublin and Wooster, Ohio, while serving clients nationwide. Dedicated to God, country, clients, and family. To learn more about the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, visit MyTrueNorthWP.com. That's MyTrueNorthWP.com. True North Wealth Partners. Welcome home home.